With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dr. Zoe today. The guest I have with me is most definitely multi-talented. He has a business side, a sexy side, and a spiritual side. First of all, he's the creative director for all of Chippendales. He also is a performer in the shows and has a beautiful voice with vocals that will give you chills. Aside from his performances with Chippendales from Vegas to Europe, he's also been a guest on several television shows and even made it to the semifinals of America's Got Talent in Season 3. Brian, welcome to the show. Welcome to Dr. Zoe. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) So, Brian Chatham, how are you? I know I just pulled you out of rehearsals. (laughs) Yeah, I just got done with rehearsals. I'm tired. I've been uh, rehearsing all day. Dancing, sweating, but I'm ready to do this talk show. I'm ready for you. You're a lot. You know that, right? Yeah. You're a lot to handle. <laughs> you're a lot to handle, but I love it. I'm ready. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm so glad you're up for it. So tell my listeners where they can check out, like, the latest tours and info on Chippendales, everything that you're doing. So it's fantastic. We're, we've been in rehearsal for uh, over a month now, uh, getting ready for our European tour. So we're getting ready to leave in two weeks. And uh, we'll be all over Europe. We're going to be in Germany. We're going to be in Ireland and Switzerland, mm. uh, Belgium, all over. So they can just go to our, our website and check out our tour dates, Shippendales.com. That's, that's going to awesome. be the best bet. Awesome. And, of course, you can always go and see my friends here at the Rio in Las Vegas. Awesome, awesome. So how did you get started with Chippendales, Brian? Oh, wow. So it's, that's been so long ago. I'm not going to tell you exactly how many years, but <laughs> – okay. uh, it's been over 10 years ago. I, uh, I've been performing all over the world, and I was like, I had never been to, uh, been to Las Vegas, and I, I love the Vegas lifestyle. It's fast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little risque. And so I, I said, you know what, let me move out to Vegas. I moved out to Vegas, and I just auditioned for Chippendales. I gave them my headshot and resume. The next day I was pretty much in the show. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Did you always like to perform when you were growing up? I got to tell you, I've been performing since I was a kid. I, <laughs> my first job was at 16, uh, performing and and uh, shows and singing and dancing and and taking my shirt off already. So. <laughs> Are you serious? At 16, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I've always wanted to be a sing- a singer. Yeah. Um, I, I just I I grew up singing and uh, it's it's what I do. I love it. Music is is my life. So I always thought I was gonna be this huge pop star. Yeah, you've got and, a beautiful uh, voice. You really do. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. You're so welcome. So did you take dance classes when you were a kid, too? 
I did. I took everything. I took dance and acting and singing, um, and and I really hated it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. I I did. I. I uh, I know, I know. My mom made me take piano lessons. I mean, I grew up in the church, and I think she wanted me to be a preacher's wife. Sorry, Mom. But anyway, so she had me in piano lessons for like eight years, and I was just like, and Christian school throughout, you know, my life. Playing Amazing Grace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I, I, oh, I couldn't stand it. But so your parents were supportive, and did they, like, take you back and forth to rehearsals and stuff like that? You you know, it's funny, kind of not, because kind of like you, I grew up in a, a religious uh, home as well. Uh, I went to a Baptist college, and uh, I grew up singing in the we church. Were Baptist. So, we were Baptists. We were yeah, Baptists. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, very strict, so, so very strict. For, for me, and for everybody listening, like, in Baptist church, it's not like, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> It's not like that. It's like you sit still. If you move, your mother's going to bust your ass. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute now. That might be. Okay, black. so yours so, was. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was at the black church, and they was passing out right next to me. Okay, and okay, okay. Over. I didn't experience that stuff till later on in my spiritual walk. <laughs> then okay. it was like slain in the name and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. okay. So Somebody you guys were. So it was exciting. So I'm sure some of your singing came from the church, though. Because I know for That's me, I know for me, I was an agent in the music industry for years, and my ear for music and everything. My father was a musician, but really, like my musical background really came from the church, most likely. So. Yeah. Did you think, did you, I want to. I want to think about you being a sweet little innocent boy singing in church. So yeah, give, that, give me that, that didn't vision. Last very long. Give me that vision. <laughs> no, I grew up like I said. I grew up singing in church, and my mom was like, you know, you're gonna go to Baptist college. I was on a Christian leadership scholarship, believe it mm. or not. And then I just, you know, it just it wasn't. It wasn't that I didn't believe or anything. It just wasn't for me. I was just a little bit too wild for the people that I was hanging around. Like I'd be on the college campus sneaking out. And going out to the nightclub and, and having a great time. So I was like, you know what, maybe. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. I got to play this. I got to play this. Bring me the memory. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, seriously, out of all the research we did and for this interview, I got to tell you, this gave me chills. Oh, wow. Gave me chills. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> wow. What do you do? What do you do when life takes away something or someone that is so dear to you and there's nothing that you can do about it? What do you do when your faith in God is tested? Okay, so there's a little clip. Wow. There's a little clip from the a little blast from the past. Wow, you <laughs> just took me there. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that to me, I'm going to tell you the truth, okay? Honestly, okay. I mean, maybe it's a church girl in me still or whatever, but out of everything, my personal assistant, she's like, all right, so before I do an interview, she, like, just gives me a briefing, you know? And she grabs wow. me for, like, 20 minutes in between my coaching sessions with my clients, and she's like, all right, this is what this Brian dude is all about. I'm like, all right, so she shows me. And that right there, I was like, I'm going to be honest, like, I was just like, you're just, a, you're just a dude, you know, I know so many people, you know, like, I know a lot of sexy people, I mean, you're hot and everything, but when I heard that, I was like, damn. <laughs> okay, so, all right, back, back, let's go back to where we're going. All right, so, as the creator director. Let me, let me just say something really quick, I'm jumping onto that. Uh, it's, 
that's been the most kind of difficult part about this whole journey and process because let me tell you, I love what I do. I love being on stage. I love dancing for the women. I, I love showing my body. And so it always is contradicted um, from, like, my traditional beliefs, so that's been a hard time. But you know what? I came to found I, – I found out that uh, I can still love uh, yes. my creator and yes. he still loves me and I yes. still can enjoy – what I do and be proud of what I do. Yes. So that's, Brian, uh, that Brian we all evolve as individuals. Yeah. And I think what we do, especially as children raised in the church, what happens is we've got that religious uh, mindset. And what happens after a while as we evolve as individuals and we get out there and we study all these other religions as well, because like Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, I mean, they all said a lot of the similar things. So, like, I made a conscious decision probably back in 2009 that I was going to be universal and think more universal, and it opened up such a big, huge, wide world to me and to my business and to my contacts and to my enlightenment. And I think that, you know, it's not about religion. It's about your personal spiritual relationship. There you go. Come on. Yeah, and whatever you choose to do. So there shouldn't be any guilt, but because we were raised a certain way yeah. like I had to learn to let go of that guilt and help my clients Absolutely. let go of that guilt because there's no condemnation for come on now what, what <laughs> God has created and we call him God because that's the word that you know man has given him but he is you know he is the creator of the universe he's energy God is energy basically in my book anyway okay so <laughs> so you go with your bad self and you keep because you have a huge heart and I know you're very passionate about what you do and you do Absolutely. a great job at it so now so you started with Chippendales years ago and now you are the creative director Brian Cheddar of Cheatham Cheatham Brian Cheatham 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 Cheatham. <laughs> <laughs> All right, creative director of all of Chippendales. So what are yeah. some of your responsibilities? Oh, wow. Uh, well, i got to come up with the numbers, come up with the music, uh, teach the choreography, uh, make sure that the choreography is executed, come up with the vision for, for the show, um, and just give the ladies what they want. Um, i got to – we – I have a team that we go and audition people, and we find new guys and finding talent and finding new stars. And, I, and that's, been, that's proven to be one of the most challenging things because it, it takes a special type of person to become a Chippendale, to be on that stage. Um, right. Just because you have a good body or just because you may be good looking, it doesn't cut it. Doesn't cut it. Okay, like, so, and, when, and, so when you get a new dancer, right? Yeah. So when you get a new yeah. dancer, what are some of the things you find are the greatest challenges that you have to help them overcome? Um, dancing. <laughs> dancing. <laughs> the choreography. Because, yeah, doing the choreography. Because, let me, because the thing about the Chippendales, the thing about our guys, is most of them haven't grown up performing on stage. Most of these guys are athletes, they're ex-football players and basketball players, and guys that, like, didn't maybe, you know, maybe they got hurt and, and they didn't make it to the big leagues or, or something happened. Oh, oh, yeah, so oh. these are guys, most of the guys when you see on stage are not guys that have been in shows. Yeah. So they're good looking and they've got a good body. Now I've got to teach them how to perform and how to be sexy. And, and here's the thing, like most of the dudes that are in the gym working out and stuff, their sexy is kind of douchebaggery. You know, it's like, <laughs> don't do that. 
See, yeah, that's, yeah, that's douchey. Don't do that. You look like a tool bag. So yeah. we've got to strip away all that, that douchebaggery and that stripper mentality and yeah. teach them how to perform and how to be sexy for the ladies and how to make right. it just about that one lady in the audience. That's the job. So what are part. like what are some of the things you teach these guys like as far as being sexy and alluring and not to be a toolbox like you said so to speak. I mean <laughs> like that exotic seduction like that like what are some of your tips? Like what are some of the so, things so- I, because I want, I, I tell them to strip down everything you know. Now, here's the thing. We'll get a lot of, like, guys that have strip clubs, and I, I'm like, and we, we want to strip away that strip club, stripper, grinding on girls for money mentality. I, I, I say I want you to focus on the girl like it's just you and her in the bedroom. I don't want you to perform. I don't want you to try to put on a show. I just want you to make it intimate, make it between you and her, mm-hmm. make that connection. That's good. That's really good. So, I mean, I'm sure you have, like, the art of seduction <laughs> down yeah. to a science because you've been doing this for a while. I've been doing it for a minute. I, I know just a little bit what I'm, what I'm talking about. So tell me, all right, so, so a guy comes in, and he's grinding, he's pumping the chair, and he's just, like, you know, shaking his ass, and he's a total, you know, tool. Yeah, and, so, I, and, I, tell, and I tell him, don't do that ever again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. I How said, do you, so, okay, so when they audition, are you part of the auditions? Like, do you? I am. I am okay. part of the audition process. I teach them the routine. So for, for the auditions, though, it's more, it's, it's more dancey. It's not that seduction. For the audition, what I need is it's totally different than once they get the job and we break it down. For the okay. audition, I need to see that they've got personality, that they've got character, that they've got rhythm. Charisma, so, right. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they can move So I'm ass, giving right. them a couple of eight counts. Like, this is, like, real choreography, like, real stuff. And they're like, okay. they're like whoa. Right. So they get the job, and they come in. Yeah. And so yeah. what is, like, some of the – give me an example of, like, some of the talks you've had to have with them. Like, like okay, so forget everything you know, the intimacy. What do you teach them as far as, like, what the women want and why they're coming to the show? Okay, so one of the talks I had to have with one of the guys is uh, I was like, listen, I, you're, you're too rough with the girls. I, yeah. I was like, Un- unless we're doing a, a Fifty Shades of Grey number or a bondage number, yeah. don't be so rough. Like, like you want to caress them. You want to be soft. You want to br- you, you know, you bring that intimacy in- into them, you know? Right. So, like, don't right. be so, like, like, make it about them and not about you. That's the main thing. A lot of times the guys think it's all about them. Look at me, look at me. No, it's about the girl. Right, because when like, women and, come and to your shows, yeah, because when women come to your shows, they're wanting to think about or play out their greatest fantasies, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's, you know, that's really why they're coming to the show. And so that's awesome. That is really and, awesome. And, and the main thing is, it's like, like we are, there are times that we embody characters. Right. But let me tell you the main thing that the girls love when they see a guy on stage, see a guy in the club, whatever, and I have to tell these guys, I go, listen, if you screw up the moves, I care because you're messing up my choreography, but you know what? The girls don't. So smile. That's yeah. all you've got to do is smile. They don't care if you're not getting five, six, seven, eight. They want to see you smile. They want to see you be friendly. They want to see you be sexy. And, and sometimes being time. sexy and having a good time. And sometimes being sexy is just being you. 
Right, just exactly. smiling and just, one of just the, being. Yeah, one of the biggest things that I teach my clients and I talk about on the show a lot is confidence because I think confidence is like the sexiest thing ever. Do you teach them about, you know, just being confident in themselves? Yeah, you know, by the time we get done with the rehearsals and everything, I think the guys have removed uh, they're so nervous about getting things right. So yeah. that has to be built up. And once they know their moves and their choreography and they get on that stage and the girls up. are screaming, yeah, yeah, the girls are screaming for them, yeah. trust me, that confidence comes back up. Sometimes a little too much. Sometimes i got to bring the guys down like, hey, listen, brother, bring it down, all right? You, you're not all that, so relax. But, like, it's hard not to. i, I got to tell you, because I've had to be humbled myself. Yeah. Because we get on that stage and we're performing for literally thousands of screaming women, yeah. and they're screaming for you, for you, and they're saying your name. So it's easy uh, to get your confidence built right, up. Right, right. Okay, but, to all the guys mm-hmm. listening, because of course I have a lot of male listeners, and thank you guys okay. for tuning in. What's um, up, what would be? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so what's up, fellas? What would you say to them as far as, like, personal tips to men at home listening that want to keep their women satisfied? you got to switch it up. you got to switch it up. you got to mm. be sensitive to their needs. Um, a lot of guys, they get bored, and they start they start looking other Routine. places. Yeah, that's true, yeah, too. They, yeah, they start looking at the place and, and start looking at porn and start doing other things. It's like, you know, I think you – need to include your women and your sexual fantasies and your sexual, like, to explore with them. Because yeah. guess what? Women want the same thing. They just may be a little bit more shy, you know, to, to express it. And I think, guys have a, I think guys have a hard time sometimes expressing their sexual desires and fantasies uh, with their women. Yeah, but if you guys go on that journey right. together, if you go on it together, how much more exciting is that? Exactly. You have to have open communication when it comes to your, to yes. your sex life and your relationships yes. with, with exactly. your partner. Very, very true. That's why we're doing the show. That's exactly why we do this show. Okay, so let's be honest. Of course, some of your dancers, like, hook up with some of the audience members. How often <laughs> does that cause drama with the guys? Um, you know, here's the thing. With, with our rookies, our guys at first start, uh, they they don't really know the ropes. Our our veterans got it down pat. We know like if we see somebody one of our homeboys talking to a girl, we know, yo, hands off. And so the rookies will be like, hey, I saw her first, or or I was talking to her. Um, <laughs> so so we started. So so some of the guys started uh, claiming the girl the girls that they're going to talk to in our picture line because we take pictures. And so, yeah. And so they'll be like, yo, that's mine. That's that's what I want to talk to. And, and most of the guys have such different tastes anyway. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a different girl for, for each guy. But, I mean, guy. does so it we, cause drama, like, with the girls? Like, did the girls, like, then, like, you know, hound them and call them and stalk them and, like, whatever? Like, as far as, like, uh, being, like. Yeah. yeah it, it, it does cause, cause some drama sometimes. You know, lately the, the most, like, not stalking, but, like, like kind of, like, drama, like, war, like uh, arguing back and forth is this Facebook thing. Because, uh, you know, girls can, like, say whatever they want on Facebook, and there's been a couple of girls that have found other friends on Facebook and wrote to the other girls, and then the girls start arguing, like, oh, I was with such and such last night, and the girl's like, oh, really? 
Yeah, so Facebook. Well, I was listening the other night, and you were sucking me off of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so okay, so I say, listen, I say, I say out of that. I know. So I was going to ask you. So is this something that you had to kind of work through, or you no, know, when you, you were? Listen, I, I, I'm an older man. I'm a wise soul. I like oh, to think. Oh, please. So, oh, please. So, you are not old. Because, but listen, check this out. Yo, when I was in my 20s, we didn't have Facebook and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about that junk. You had MySpace. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, what I I like, Brian, as the confidential coach, I mean, you and I have talked. I'm, you know, a coach to high-performance males, you know, in the entertainment industry and, in, uh-huh. you know, a lot of professional athletes. And it seems like they sow their oats a lot when they first get their stardom, and then they kind of chill out after a while, and they're, like, tired of all the, you know, whatever, and they want something more deep and meaningful. I mean, was that yeah, kind of the yeah. case with you? Absolutely. That's That's been a case with the, with a lot of our guys. Um, yeah. So don't get me wrong, I had my fun when I first started. It was amazing. I was a wild dude. But living in Las Vegas, you can only do so much for so long before you're like, um, okay, that was fun. Now what's next? You know, so yeah. I was lucky enough to find somebody so special to me and, uh, and, and to love me for me. I mean, there's a lot of girls that, that would not uh, – don't want to put up with that kind of lifestyle, you know, because right. I, I lived a pretty pretty wild lifestyle. But, but she loved me for me, and uh, she uh, gave me a beautiful little girl. Aww. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I hear, and she so, has you know, a, I, I hear she has a beautiful name, too. She has probably one of the best names in the world. Her name is Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the best name in the world, I promise you. Well, first of all, I'm Greek, and it was a family name. You know, it was my great-grandmother's name. It means life. And, you know, yeah. coming from that biblical background, the Zoe life is the full life. So it's a life full of everything. So it's a beautiful name, perfect name. So, Perfect. She, so your little girl is four years old. Is that correct? Yeah. Awesome. She's four and a half. She's four and a half, yeah. Oh, so cool. And, so, yeah, so I, and a lot of the guys, here's the thing, too, like a lot of my guys that I've been with for a long time in the company um, are, are married and, and have yeah. kids now. And, that, and we've seen them. We've actually, I mean, we are a family. I mean, these guys that I work with, we're family. We've, we've been together 10, 11, 12 years. Right, and, and, and you don't still, have to mention names, but I want my listeners to know that all the guys in Chippendales are real people with real lives. Like, you uh, know, some of them are married or they're in seriously, you know, successful relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, with, with kids, and then there's, and don't get me wrong, there's our single guys out there, too, that right. are always looking, to like, looking for the next, you know, the next wifey <laughs> or, or girlfriend. And, yeah. and i got to tell you, and here's the thing, too, like, to be honest, it's most of my guys in, in Vegas. They're yeah. the ones that kind of, they settle down, they've bought a house, they've got a yard, they've got dogs. It, it's my touring <laughs> guys that are like, because you don't want a girlfriend, really, when you're on the road. It's no yeah. fun. Trust me. Being yeah. over in Europe and a different city every night, a different country every week, um, it's almost a requirement. I'm, I say when I, when I hire my guys for, for Europe, I'm like, do you have a girlfriend? They're like, no. I'm like, perfect. Come on the road with us. And then yeah. It's, it's, it's just it's, it's just such a difficult thing for my guys that do go on the road that have girlfriends, and they're gone for four months, and you're missing their, their girls, and – you're, instead of going out, they're on Skype all night. That's no fun. 
Yeah, exactly. I want to be on Skype every night. Go out. Right. So everybody world. who's just tuning in, we're talking to Brian Cheatham, who is the creative director of Chippendales. And what are some of the craziest things that happen on the road with the guys? Because I imagine, like, being oh, on the wow. road and being on tour is totally different. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So some of the crazy stuff that happens. I mean, do they have to, like, kick out girls out of the hotel rooms and stuff? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can tell you all this, but... You can I, tell I me. I'll you can tell Don't I'll... mention names. Don't mention names. All right, and this was fantastic. And it's Today's show. Time, I mean, come on. All right, so one time, this is fantastic. It was like Jerry Springer. <laughs> I mean, I got my video camera out, and I was taping this, because one of my homeboys, he had double books. All right, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he had told this girl, hey, come to the show, and... And we'll hang out afterwards. Well, he forgot that he had told another girl to come to the show also. So they're both at the show. So he told one girl, he was like, oh, shoot, I, I, you know, I don't know what to do. So he just told the one girl, listen, I'm feeling sick. Uh, I'm not going to be able to hang out. So I'll check you later. So he goes back to the hotel with the other girl. So the other girl shows up at the same hotel because girls <laughs> can get a little crazy like that. She's like, something don't sound right. And so yeah. she starts banging on his door because she hears something going on. He opens the door. The girl's in there. She goes in, starts fighting with the girl. My homeboy is like, yo, what's going on? It was crazy. So, like, oh by this God. time, we hear the commotion going on, and we everybody's outside watching this, and it was I, I should have stopped You know what it, I never can but, understand? Why does that? the girl fight with the other girl like it's the girl's fault? Okay? <laughs> she's just I'll as, tell you she's why, just as she, big of a, she's you a why, dumb bitch just story. like you. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> no, she's she was fighting played, the girl because she don't want the girl. She wants the D. I know, but still, but still, the D is what's fucked up, not the girl. The girl didn't do shit. She's being played just like you're being played. Go after the guy, you know what I'm saying? No, she's in the way. You've got to remove your obstacles. In yeah, life, let me I just teach y'all something. Ladies, let me teach you something. In life, you must remove the obstacle from what you want, from your goal. And your goal is to be remove every obstacle. Whatever. Good luck with that. The more that you try to remove every obstacle and go after the D, the more he's going to be looking somewhere else for some other P. Talk to him. Talk to him now. That's true. It's true. Okay, so that's pretty freaking crazy, definitely. So did you get this on video for real? Oh, I did, but that'll never oh. be released until oh, I, I, oh, until I do com- my documentary. <laughs> yeah, but the, doc- the confidential coach, I mean, I got dibs. I got dibs on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, lots of ladies listening want to know, Brian, about you personally. Do you have any oh, sexual oh. fetishes? I'm kind of boring. I'm okay. kind of boring. I am. I, you okay. know, because, listen, I'm a dad now. So like yeah, but I mean like my, I'm a mom, and that doesn't take away my freak side. I mean we, we're multi-dimensional. A fetish. A fetish. I I no, not really. I'm just trying to think. What am I? A fetish? Like hmm. All right. Like okay. Let's start off. Uh, oh Lord. Then. What are your favorite sexual positions? <laughs> Come on, Brian. It's the doctor's always today's show. You know what listen, you're signing I, up for. 
Listen, I, just, I need a glass of wine or something right now. I'm, I'm way too sober for this conversation. Can I follow up the partition, please? Okay. What are your personal biggest turn-ons about women? Let's. Okay, how about that? Can you answer that? Oh, okay, there we go. Are you comfortable yeah. with that? Are you okay? Your balls don't yeah, hurt or anything? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, here we go. You know, I, I, love, I love a woman's body. I love her breast. I love her legs. Uh, believe it or not, like, oh, that's okay. That, I guess that's a fetish. Like, I like it when they keep uh, keep their heels on. Keep yeah. them on. You got sexy legs. Yeah. Keep those heels on and let's go to town. Yeah, so, that's um Yeah. So especially if you got nice legs, I, I love that. And I, I, I love the, uh, I love everything. I just love a woman's body. Awesome. I don't discriminate. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So currently, though, so currently, though, for those listening, you are or aren't taken currently. I'm not taken. I'm single. Are you kidding okay. me? I'm on the road. There's, there's no way. <laughs> I've, tried, I've tried it before. It's not fun. It's and you know, here's the thing about me and the reason why. Oh, so I'm you were the dude on right now. I love you, baby. No, yeah. really, I love you. Okay, yeah, but you, but I want to, so wait, 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 that. before we go there, out of respect for, you know, whoever, you were in a serious relationship, and I just want to hear from you, you did give it your best shot, right? It wasn't like you, Absolutely. Messed, you didn't Absolutely. mess up. Did you mess up? No, and, but here's the thing, uh, I had quit Chippendales at one point, and I, and I quit for that reason. I, when I quit uh, is when, you know, I was in a serious relationship. And we, you know, got married and, and started to have a family. So it wasn't until we we separated and left that I came back to Chippendales, just right. because, like, like I, you know, I was devoted, I, and I didn't want to be doing that, you know, raising right. a little girl and all that good stuff. But you're still so, being uh, a good daddy. You're still you're still yeah, involved trying, in your daughter's life and being a great dad. Absolutely. Awesome. So. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, you know, I'm all about making a difference in people's lives. The reason why we do, you know, Dr. Zoe today is to mm-hmm. really bring real, raw, relevant information about love, sex, and relationships and encourage people, you know, to have safe sex and to be monogamous and how to spice up their relationships so they can stay in long-term committed relationships. So mm-hmm. I know for you, too, you know, you're very passionate about what you do. So, Brian, what would you say is, like, the most fulfilling part of your job and what you do? You know, I, I'm pretty lucky because uh, lucky or blessed, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have this thing on my – the 2008, I, I started this thing where you write down your goals and your dreams. And one of my goals was to have my own – to be in a show and have my own show and create and inspire and change lives. And – I, I know that it may sound weird because, like, oh, this is just in Chippendales. But, you know, I, we, we are inspiring people, inspiring guys, inspiring relationships, um, and we are changing lives. Like, it, yeah, it you're makes making a difference. these women, you teach these guys to make these women feel beautiful. Yeah. And I think that And they that... leave us knowing they feel special. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's, that's great. That's awesome. All I, right, I got to so, tell you a story really quick, Zoe. I got to tell you yes. a story really quick. Um, yes. there was, I'll take, make it quick. So a few weeks ago, there was a lady, she came to our show, and I, I, this part where I go in the audience and I sing to, to, a, to a special lady, whoever. And so this particular give me, older woman. Give me a couple bars. Um, uh, all of me loves all of you loves your curves and all your edges, all your perfect imperfection. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you start singing to her. Yeah, I start singing to her. I pick her up. I dance with her. 
and, and like I said, it, it's intimate. It's about me and her. It's not about, you know, whatever girl is. It's it's that moment. Everybody else that's in the audience gets to look in on our fantasy, on our moment. Um, and I had a moment with her or whatever, and we danced together. And after the show, they came up and they took a picture, and her daughter was with her. And her daughter came, and she said, thank you so much. This is the first time that my mom has been out since our dad passed away. Aww. And she had su- and she had such a great time. Aww. So, like, mo- yeah, moments like that, the fact that, like, we want to get you out of the house. You need to have a good time tonight. Let's go do something together. Let's do this. And, and to know that it was that, yeah. that's kind of cool. And that happens more often than, than not. Yes, so. that is awesome. Okay, yeah. what we're going to do, Brian, is we're going to take a quick break. And I'm going to okay. play, play a little clip of you and your friends freestyling. And then when we come back, what? we're going to answer your questions. I know, I'm full of surprises. We're going to answer your Ask Dr. Zoe questions. But first, here's Brian chilling with his friends. Now introducing Teddy Z on the keys. Just a BC, Brian Cheatham on the vocals. Coming at you. Like they're not shining Her hair Falls perfectly without her trying She's so beautiful We'll tell her every day I know, I know When I compliment her She won't believe me It's so, it's so Said to think that she don't see what I Yeah, I think I can be ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Okay, the 
the first question is from Mallory. And Mallory says, my boyfriend and I broke up a few months ago. About a week ago, I ran into his best friend at the bar, and we ended up sleeping together that night. I do, oh. actually, I do actually like him, but honestly, I'm still in love with my ex. Should I tell my ex what happened, and can I still try to get back together with him? What do you say? No. No, you cannot. Exactly. Exactly. No. I say, hell no. If you're going to sleep with his best friend, you shouldn't even be thinking about trying to get back together with him. And why would he want to get back together with you anyway? So you say no Yeah, If you want any hope of, number one, getting back with him, he's never going to get back with you if you slept with his best friend. Right, exactly. All right, next yeah. question is from an, an anonymous person. It says, I'm very successful uh, okay, I'm a very successful man, and while I love having a companion, I do not want to get married. I've been in a relationship with a wonderful woman for two years, and she often brings up our future, quote-unquote, which usually involves a wedding. <laughs> she also mm. keeps pitching around that she wants an engagement ring. Every time I try to discuss my views on marriage with her, she gets extremely upset. How should I handle this? What do you think? Oh. You know, I, I I wish I wish it was the girl that was writing in because I tell her leave. I tell her go to get out of there because if 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 he's not giving you what you need and, and he's not in, in your in your future, if you yeah. guys don't have the same goal, you're wasting yeah. your time. You're wasting all this good time on somebody yeah. who does not have the same goals and exactly. aspirations as you do. Yeah, guys, do you listen, agree, everybody. Or not? Yes, absolutely. I think everybody listening. What we talk about all the time is communication is key. So before you get into a long-term committed relationship and you waste two years, make sure yeah. that you communicate in the beginning what your future goals look like. Or, you know, we're constantly evolving, so there's no guarantees. But, you know, and that's why people use the excuse, oh, we grew apart, or oh, he or she changed. We're constantly changing. We're constantly evolving every day as human beings. So you've got to expect that. But if the vision is not for marriage, so what I would say to this person writing in, if you were up front in the beginning about your views on marriage and she still has a problem with it, then that's her problem. But if you led her to believe that there was a chance of marriage for two years, then and that's really what she wants, then you need to let her go, definitely. Let yeah. her go. And, and, and ladies, don't forget, I mean, uh, the, the old saying is so true. When people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah. That's you true. know, if he, he's, he's telling you, I don't want to get married. And if he's telling you this, you're obviously maybe not the one for him. You know, I just, right. I just don't believe in people wasting your time. So don't exactly. waste your time, brother. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Alicia writes in. She put, why doesn't my boyfriend orgasm when I give him head? <laughs> oh. Because wow. you're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, stop. Okay, you I would say, I, wait, 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 wait. I would say this. Okay, number one, maybe you're not doing it right. And what you can do, I wrote a blog about the art of oral. You can go to zoelina.com. It's Z-O-E-L-E-N-A. Dot com and look up the blog, The Art of Oral. It'll give you all the details, all the juicy details, very, you know, how to give head, okay? There, if there not, you go. Then if not, it might be that he jerks off a lot and he's desensitized his dick and he's, yeah. just used, he's used to lefty. That happens sometimes. 
I mean, it happens. It happens where guys are so used to coming from jerking off, then they're with somebody, they're either having sex, and she doesn't specify. If he's, if he's having an orgasm with vaginal sex and just not oral sex, then I wouldn't worry about it as much. It's probably just that you're not giving good head, which you can learn how to give good head. But if he isn't, if he's not orgasming, orgasming with you at all, then it might be that he's just desensitized his penis and he jerks off a lot or something like that. What do you think? And there you go. Yeah, okay. you know, it's hard. To, it's hard to answer because every every guy is different. True. I, I don't. I, I don't think it's like she may get the best head in the world, but some dude like he may he may drink a lot. You know what I mean? He may. Yeah. You know, yeah, have yeah, like, yeah. Or he's so old. So yeah, so there's a lot of different things. <laughs> he, needs old, some, wow. he needs to get some snow max. <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah, all right. Tell him, to, tell, him to, tell him to get him some uh, a Viagra and see how that works. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, Samuel writes in. Uh, he writes, my girlfriend and I have been together for six years. For the past year, she's shown little or no affection towards me. We don't have sex anymore. When I try to reach out to her, even when I do this simple a simple thing like put my hands around her waist. She pushes me away. She said she has not lost feelings for me, and I love her, but this relationship is leaving me feeling depleted. I don't want affection from anyone else, but she is completely unresponsive. Any advice? I'm going to let you answer that first. Oh, man, that's, that's a tough one because from what it sounds like, it sounds like she's she's lost interest, and... And she's complacent, and that's yeah. not what he wants. Um, that, yeah. I, I, I guess that's what a lot of marriages uh, yeah. do at times. They just they, <laughs> they stop having sex, and it becomes boring, and then the other person strays, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I mean, that's, that, that's what happens. And, yeah, I think and, that's why they say, like, the seven-year itch, but nowadays it's more like the four- or five-year itch. Well, right. what I would do, and that's, again, that's like listen to Dr. Zoe today together, Go, you know, send her to a Chippendales, you know, show, and when she comes back, she'll be hot and horny. There you yeah. go. But, but seriously, you've got to put the spice back in your relationship somehow. If you really love her, you've got to try a different approach because six years is a long time, and I would definitely communicate with her, but whatever you're doing isn't working. So I right. would try, like, go back to the time where you guys were having, like, hot, passionate sex and, like, talk to her about that and be like, baby, remember that time? Here or, or like, but maybe we that was the that. problem. Here's the thing, though, Doctor Zoe. That was six years ago. Don't go back to six <laughs> well, years he ago. He said for the last year. He said for the last year okay. she's been unresponsive. Right. But, I mean, I'm trying to help him out here. Before you just call it quits, like, try. No, like, yeah, don't call, call her up. Like, call, yeah, call her up and just be like, though. baby, you know, baby, I want to tell you, like, how much you turn me on and how hot I think you are. Whatever he's doing, Brian, isn't working. So he's got to so try. So he needs to step out of his he, comfort zone too, as yeah, well. Before he calls zone. it yeah, before he calls it a wash, he's got to at least try. He's got to try yeah. something different. I would say try something different. And I wasn't if, saying to give it a, to, to to give up. Is that what that was? You thought I said? Don't give up. 
Just do something different, like you said. Yeah, try to do something different. But I mean, if you, you know, it says it's leaving you feeling depleted, and that's not that's not good. That's a waste of time too. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah. Susan. Susan says. I love my husband very much, but when I'm intimate with him, I always fantasize about other men. I always feel ashamed afterwards that I just couldn't be in the moment with my husband. Is that normal? Yes, it's very normal and nothing to be ashamed of. What what would you say? Absolutely. Listen, it's normal. Don't feel bad about it. Embrace it. At least you listen. And I had this conversation with somebody the other day. They're like, well, if you think about it, it's cheating. No, it's not. Think about it. Here's the deal. Don't tell him you're thinking about it. Nobody wants to hear that. Your thoughts are your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You can't feel bad for thinking a certain way. Now, See, now that, okay, that's I agree with you. I agree with you, and I disagree with you. I agree with okay, you. Yes, you should, not feel, you should not feel bad. It's totally normal. But I also think that people need to be more open-minded. Divorce is insane. I had a guest on last week that said there's like, I don't know, like there's tons of single people in the United States. We obviously, marriages are not working, and we need to redefine what the fuck marriage is. So why not, you know, spice things up and talk dirty in bed? and talk about your fantasies and you know maybe that's totally like you know he wouldn't be into that and you know whatever but try like dr just, joey no way what time oh okay what when i was do, married i, I would be like do. baby i would talk about everything in bed and he loved it he loved it i mean about, just, about you, he loved hearing you <laughs> fantasize about another dude but I would I would throw some chicks in there sometimes too. <laughs> I never did it. Now if that's the case, absolutely talk about it. Absolutely yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying yeah, I mean, don't be okay. There's a difference between physically having sex with someone else and cheating on your partner and fantasizing. Fantasy is what it's all about. You got to bring fantasy into the bedroom and say, baby, like this is just dirty time. This is just our naughty time. This is just talk uh, it's just fantasy it's not reality it's just so we can get off together okay right next 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 paul writes in he wrote what can a man do to, well here we go see it's the same thing all these people need help with this he wrote what can what? a man do to spice things up in his marriage and keep his sexual attraction alive so uh, you you're training all these dancers and stuff you come on brian what would you say to paul to, to, to spice it up? Yeah, spice up the marriage and keep the sexual attraction alive. Um, I, I think exactly like what we were talking about. Like, yeah. take her, step outside of your comfort zone. Do something that you guys haven't done before. You know, give her tickets to, to a show or, or, or go out with her. Go out to a place that you guys don't normally go um, that's, that's kind of sexy, that's kind of like even maybe a little just, Outside of your comfort zone, you know what I mean? Like yeah, like have sex outside, go to a park. I always tell people this, you know, on your kitchen table, do something different, different position, switch it up, bring some toys into the bedroom, do whatever it takes to to keep things spicy. But as a man writing into the show, I don't know why I feel led to say this: Are you Paul taking care of yourself? Are you staying groomed? Are you keeping the undercarriage? Like, nobody likes hair, dude. Like, get the right. hair out of there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, keep you yourself. You know what, Dr. Zoe, you're so right. Why is, it the, why is it that it's not until that people break <laughs> up in relationships that they start looking their best? 
They're like, I got to get to the gym. I got to yeah. look good. And yeah. the next time they see me, they're going to be like, damn, I should have been with them. So, you should be looking so good every day, look hot every right. day, but don't do it just for the person you're with. Do it for yourself because it starts with you. You've got to be confident, whole, and complete within yourself to really truly yeah. be able, you got to love yourself before you're truly going to be able to love anybody else anyway. So do Absolutely. it for you. Like, get your sexy on. Like, I tell a lot of my male clients, like, get your sexy on. Go buy some new suits. Do your hair different. Do something different. All right, Paul, so there's some stuff you can do, and, uh, yeah, I wasn't calling you Harry or anything, but, you know, we got to throw that in. All right, Zach writes in. He says, I'm 28, and I'm very discouraged because it seems that everyone parties and sleeps around. Do you think morality and good old-fashioned values still exist? Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't be I, – I wish I – does it say where he lives? No, it doesn't say where he lives. Okay. You know, um, there, there's somebody out there for everybody. There really yeah. is, and like, and that just means he's looking in the, in the wrong places. He's he's looking in the wrong places. You got to surround yourself with people that that you want to be in the same environment with. That you want the like-minded people. You know what I mean? Yeah, you should exactly. surround yourself by like-minded people. So so get out into the those places that you want that you want that type of girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and you like, gotta trust. Probably the gotta... club is not the best place to meet that type of girl. Yeah. What did you say? What's not the best place? Probably a club. Yeah. It's not the best place for him to meet that type of girl that he's looking for. He's right. probably looking exactly. at the wrong places. Yeah, and, you know, you got to have faith, too. Like, you got to believe that, that those type of people are going to be attracted to you and trust the universe to bring them to you. And I understand Zach's dilemma. I mean, you know, we all have, I'm wild and crazy, but I'm still, you know, a one, like, I just want monogamy. It's what I like. I like to be a freak mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. I, I totally, it. you know, I totally get how he feels because it is a crazy world out there. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Zach, just first of all, just trust the universe to attract the right kind of people to you and like Brian said you know maybe there's some kind of hobby you're interested in or like you're you know in the produce aisle at the grocery store I know it sounds cheesy but it's worked for a lot of people you know maybe there's like you know the coffee shop or something like that not the club you know maybe maybe it's a cocktail party or an event or you know some kind of motivational event or something like that guess guess what maybe it's even at church oh how about that just throwing that out there. <laughs> Maybe it's at church, but you, you know, know those folks can get dressed up and go to baby. Okay, you got to be careful no matter where you're at. You got to be careful. Use your discernment. Use your God-given yeah. discernment. Okay, Nikki writes in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, Nikki writes in. I'm engaged to be married this fall. My fiancé and I were having a discussion last week, and he told me that he had sexual a sexual relationship with another man in college 10 years ago. That lasted three months. He says it was just a phase and it'll never happen again, but I cannot let it go. What if he turns gay on me when we're married? Hmm. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I'll, I'll go. First of all, she should be happy that she's got a man that's honest with her. For a dude to tell amen. her that, that's yeah. a lot. So that yeah, means true. you got a man, he's not trying to... What you should be worried about is if he didn't say anything and he's a down low brother. Because <laughs> that happens. Because you know what? Because most of the time that a dude leaves a woman in marriage, you know, she, and she didn't know about it, he was already doing it. Yeah. So he's, he's, an, open, he's an open and honest guy, it sounds like to me. 
and and yeah, he wants I mean, to be with it, her. It does say a lot that he told you, and just because he it happened 10 years ago and it hasn't happened again and he told you it was a phase. Now, first of all, number one, we all have our checker. We all have our, like we said, God-given in, uh, discernment, intuition, gut feelings, whatever you want to call it. So go with your intuition because when I'm reading this and she says right here, she says, I can't let go of it but I cannot let let it go. I cannot let it go. Nikki, it sounds like you're looking for an excuse. Maybe you're yeah. the one getting cold feet. Because if you can't let it go, you're going to bitch about this for the rest of his life. And your poor yeah. fiancé, listen, I've had sexual relations with women 10 years ago, a year ago. I'm not gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make yeah. you gay just because he ha- went through a phase and he experimented. And it was 10 years ago in college and he was honest with you about it. I mean... Seriously, um, go with your intuition. If you're, like, hanging out and you're like, ooh, he's hot, and he's like, oh, yeah, he is. Like, okay, <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't marry the guy. Or if he's, like, you see uh, him, like, he's not glancing, you know, at the women, he's glancing at the men, then okay, maybe there's a problem. But if there's nothing like that, and he was honest with you about this, and this was just a phase in college, you have nothing to worry about, and maybe you need to check yourself because, Check you know, yourself, baby. Yes, I yes, just, yes, I love yes. it. Listen, and, and, I, and I hope she does, and I just, and I hope the listeners know, you know, that's the way she thinks, that mentality is the reason why sometimes guys aren't honest or or women aren't honest. So when you find somebody that is comfortable with themselves and is comfortable with you and loves and trusts you enough to share that type of information, they sound like a pretty good person to me. Yeah, I mean, and that's really, I I had someone recently tell me that she shared with her boyfriend of three years recently that she was abused as a child sexually. And I Mm -hmm. said, you know what, honey? I said, you love that man. That is the man. If you feel like you could share, she said it was the first person she told. The first person she told. So when someone shares intimate um, situations and information about themselves with you, you know that that person loves and trusts you. So, yeah, so if you can't let go of it, then you've got a problem, seriously. Okay, well, that's all we have time for tonight. Brian, you are awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, Brian, give out the information again for my listeners so they can check out what you're doing with Chippendales. So go to Chippendales.com. Tom. <laughs> what did you drink? What did you drink? I heard you drinking <laughs> over there. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit looser Did, I, did I make you nervous? Did I make you nervous? You know what's funny? Some, I still get nervous. I, there's times I get nervous on stage and – a little bit. Brian. Uh, okay. I thought you were a I'm sorry. I'm sorry I messed up your name. Brian Cheatham. Okay. And Brian then find Cheatham. me on Facebook. They can find me on Facebook, too. Brian Cheatham, B-R-Y-A-N-C-H-E-A-T-H-A-M. Of course, he won't be wearing a shirt, and he is, like, just <laughs> luscious and sexy. And as you can tell, he's got a great personality, too. You know, a lot Thank of guys, you. you know, they are toolboxes, and they have no brains when they look <laughs> like you. So congratulations on that. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best in all of your endeavors, and I hope you'll come back on this show with us sometime. I absolutely would. Hey, guys. Tune in next time for real, raw, relevant information about love, sex, and relationships. Listen, listen.
Five roll up the partition, please. Uh-huh. Blind your rearview mirrors with the end of my sleeve. Uh-huh. This shit that's on my wrist, you probably wouldn't believe. Uh-uh. Every symbol of success levels you couldn't achieve. Driver, roll up the partition, please. Uh-huh. I'm alarmed at how she's looking and she's starting to breathe. Move my arm and grab my john and now she's starting to squeeze. Woo! She dropped to her knees, uh-huh. fulfilling my needs. Uh-huh. She swallowed my seed. Uh-huh. She's ready to go. Let's go. Partition is up. Uh-huh. The curtains is closed. Okay. Mommy nice with it like she played for the pros. That's right. She gagged from her throat while she breathed through her nose. Oh, shit. She's starting to choke. Uh-huh. She curling her toes. Look how she trying to take it all down. Come out your clothes. That's right. I waited for a second and I thought for a minute. Ain't no loving good enough to give her while I'm up in it. Tell Driver on at the partition, please. Driver on at the partition, please. Thanks. Stress never the sex better the sex weather check cheddar etc etc bet bet you could get severed and left steady slept step in the trip crepping the six seven these niggas be puffing they piffing the public they digging they lustin the feminist right and she hitting the button I dip in the function I'm proceed I'm pumping the tit in the rump and I'm flipping them dumping them tricking and trumping them but if these niggas wanna spin they cheese tell them in the blue is AC very heavy headed dictate heat I'ma flip out if a bitch play me Driver on at the partition, please. Driver on at the partition, please. I don't need you seeing your thing on her knees. To 45 minutes to get all dressed up. We ain't even gonna make it to this club. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.